Now, the reason why I played that, because instead of this being fantastic Fellows Friday, you know, Veterans Day was yesterday, and we honored the new lieutenant governor on Wednesday, uh, yes, Virginia lieutenant governor who was a veteran on Wednesday. I wanted to close it out and stick with the Veterans Day theme. So today, we are going to call this Fantastic Female Vets Friday, and we are going to celebrate the founder and president of Final Salute, Inc., and she is a former vet. Her name is Jaspin, Jaspin with a P, I'm sorry, Jazz Booth, and she's a Chicago native, disabled Army veteran, a cancer survivor, and a speaker who gave over 17 years of service to this great country called America. So that's who we are going to honor today. And we're going to talk about her organization. Check out this video. And I hope you guys go to the webpage and physically see it on the, and it, the webpage is of course, www.finalsaluteinc.org. And there's a video. I really want you to see it, but I'm, I'm playing, I'm going to play the audio and it has a female veteran and her kids that's homeless and a male veteran by himself that's homeless. And you see the discrimination between them and how they pretty much make the woman look like she's unfit. But check this out. Our heroes shouldn't be homeless. Yeah, right. Combat? We need to do more for our vets. Poor excuse for a mother. Pathetic. Shame on you, America. Thank you for your service. Why did you do that? Because you served too. Improvised explosive devices do not gender discriminate. It's time for America to stop. Mothers also raise their right hand and accept the risk of not returning home to their children. And sadly, some don't. Women serve, fight, bleed, and die alongside their brothers. With tens of thousands of homeless women veterans in the U.S., they are in the biggest battle of their lives. Due to the lack of supportive housing services for women veterans with children, they are now the fastest growing homeless population in the U.S. America, we can do better. We owe it to them. And we owe it to them, our children. To do your part, please visit FinalSaluteInc.org today. And if you're wondering who the man is in this um, advertisement, I am proud to say he is a Pittsburgh-born, as I am, actor and activist. His name is uh, Lamont Rucker. You may know him from many Tyler Perry shows and movies, but I was glad to see that he was part of this, I guess it's pretty much called a public service announcement. So shout out to Lamont Rucker as well for fighting for the women vets. Wow. 
I want you guys to visit that website so you can see the actual video. And it's really sad how they treat the homeless woman video, I mean, veteran who was asking for money compared to the man veteran who was asking for money. You know, I always like to find video of people that I spotlight and find videos in their own words. And to my surprise, I found a video that was in 2012 on Veterans Day with Jazz Booth, um, who we are honoring today for her organization, Final Salute, Inc. And she was on Fox and Friends. And she is there with them talking about a book that is honoring uh, veterans. And I'm just going to let them tell you the whole story. So check out this interview from 2012. For this Veterans Day, not only do we honor the men who fought for our freedom, men and women, of course, but the women as, as well. And this new book uh, released by General George Patton's granddaughter features some of those female veterans and the incredible obstacles they've overcome. So joining us live this morning is Army Captain Jazz Booth, Marine, Jessica Goodall, and the man who put the book together, Rob Miller. Welcome to all of you. Good morning. Thank you. It's Good great to, to have all. you guys here. Uh, Jazz, let's start with you. Tell us your story of service and afterwards. Um, well, I've been in the, the Army 12 years now. I'm Army Captain. I work full-time at the National Guard Bureau. Um, my story has definitely has its ups and downs, starting in 2000, 2005 with losing everything to Hurricane Katrina and being diagnosed with cancer the very next month. Um, that was a very, very hard, rough time in my life, but the, the worst part is being told that as a female veteran, there was nothing for you if you needed it. Why is that? Why was that? What I've come to find is um, America in general, um, you know, we're a very male-dominated military. They seem to forget about the women, and even with our increased leadership roles and our impact in the military, our service and sacrifice is still not um, if equated to that of male veterans. But you look at that photo and you get it because you have this smile on your face. You've got a lot of perspective and that's all you need to tell by looking at that photo. You've got resolve and perspective and it's changing, right, for women in the military, Jessica? Right, it is changing. I think that as time is going on, we're getting more recognition. Yeah. And tell us about your story. The name of the book that they were talking to Jazz about is called Portraits of Service, if any of you want to get the book. Before I start reading some things I found on the website regarding the mission of the organization, I saw an interview she did um, on the Washington Journal. So I want you guys to check out this interview. And it's not the whole interview. It's just a portion so that you can hear more about her in the organization. Washington Journal continues. Our guest now is uh, Jasmine Booth, who is founder and president of an organization called Final Salute. FinalSaluteInc.org uh, is the website. And uh, the topic this morning is uh, female veteran homelessness. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. wanted to start with a specific figure that uh, your organization put out. We can put it on the screen for the viewers. Uh, this is uh, homeless uh, women veterans in the U.S. On any given day, you write, there are 55,000 homeless women veterans. Tell us about them. Who are they? Where are they? How do they find themselves homeless? Well, homelessness among women veterans has become a, um, a national issue. And, you know, some of the root causes of homelessness are, you know, unemployment, um, domestic violence, the combat-related illness, injuries, or wounds, 
um, in eligibility for benefits or lack of knowledge of what we're even eligible for. Um, but the, the root issue is just the lack of resources for when you're, you're needing one. It's, it's really the biggest problem that they're facing right now. So tell us about the work of your organization then, Final Salute. What, what, what's your mission? What's your goal? How do you go about your business? Yes, our mission is to provide homeless women veterans and their children with safe and suitable housing. And we do that through several programs. We have a transitional home in Alexandria, Virginia, of which we support them and their children for a period of up to two years. And although we're based in the D.C. metro area, we've taken women nation, um, on a national-wide basis because of the, the lack of resources that are available in their, in their own neighborhoods. And we also try to prevent homelessness through emergency financial assistance, whether it's bridge loans to get you through a, a tough time or help with utility bills and, and et cetera. How are you funded? Oh, by the grace of God, most times. <laughs> um, we uh, apply for grants. We have, you know, uh, several corporate sponsors that help us annually. Um, CACI has, has been a, a big help. Um, Beth Cognizante has been a good help. Um, uh, we started a, a competition called the Miss Veteran America Competition, which has been um, really helpful for us. But it's, it's really, you know, people that, that see the need and, and come, come to our aid. Um, right now, we, we participate in a documentary called Serve Like a Girl, and they put a soundtrack together for that. And what's really awesome about that is all of the proceeds from the Serve Like a Girl soundtrack will go to Final Salute. And these are artists like, you know, Linda Perry, Christina Aguilera, Pete, Natasha Benefield, and Pat Benatar even did a song on the album. So, you know, it's great to see that we're getting this recognition and people are now coming to the aid of, of women who served. Well, we have a lot to talk about with Jasmine Booth, who is founder and president of Final Salute. Now, although that interview, he's right, there is a lot to talk about. I didn't want to play the whole interview. I just wanted to talk about her organization. You know, I like to go to the organization's own website to read things that they're saying. And it says that Jasmine founded Final Salute, um, Inc. in November 2010 as part of her commitment to, quote, never leave a fallen comrade. Final Salute, Inc. has assisted over 7,000 women veterans and children in over 30 states and territories. Now, they go on to talk about our education, which I'm not going to talk about, but it says that um, she also features in the 2017 documentary, which I hope people go check it out. It's called Serve Like a Girl, and I'll put the link up there, and it's saying servelikeagirl.com, produced by Lisa Haslove, which follows several American women wounded in action transitioning from soldier to civilian after serving their country in Iraq and Afghanistan. So, you know, I really think that it's important that we get this information out. And, you know, it's so nice to see the picture of her and her family, who members in her family have also served you know, you have a Marine, an airman, a trainee, and then, of course, the soldier herself. So that's like just even more blessings of this family being a military family for real. You know, they say that she's the mother of two wonderful boys, Brandon, who's currently serving in the United States Air Force, and Jamil Jr., and she's the wife of a Marine combat veteran, Jamil Booth Sr., so their family is definitely um, a military family. She's received so many awards uh, 
for leadership and community impact. And I'm just going to name just a few of them. I'm sure there's a lot more, but I'm just going to name the ones that are in front of me. And the one with the picture of Oprah Winfrey, I mean, come on. She won the Oprah Winfrey and Toyota Standing Ovation. The U.S. Army Chief of Staff Outstanding Civilian Service Award, the People Magazine Hero Among Us, the CNN Hero, the American Red Cross Tiffany Circle, Distinguished Woman Warrior Award, Red Book Magazine, We Learn From Her, Department of Defense Spirit of Hope Award, and I'm sure there's many, many more. So I felt it was very important to acknowledge her, especially since yesterday was Veterans Day, and to give people information regarding her organization. So if you're a female veteran that's needing some assistance, check out Final Salute, Inc. I went to the webpage, as I said, and I wanted to read the mission so you all can really understand what she's trying to do. And it says that Final Salute Inc.'s mission is to provide homeless women veterans and their children with safe and suitable housing. The federal government estimates there are currently 55,000 homeless women veterans in the United States on any given day. For the sacrifices they and their families made, this is an unacceptable state. Final Salute Inc., believes in paying women veterans with the proper re, excuse me respect due to them for the service they have provided to our country. Final Salute also works with the veterans in establishing her plan towards independence, federal homelessness, excuse me, veteran homelessness, white paper, VA, oh, sorry. Never mind. Forget that. I don't know. I think that was a link that I just copied. Um, anyway, uh, they call it FSI for short. That's an acronym. It was established to identify and meet the unique, the unique needs of homeless women veterans and their children. And on December 23rd, 2011, the United States Government Accountability Office reported more than 60% of surveyed grant per diem programs that serve homeless women veterans did not house children. Wow, how is that possible? How do you not house the children of the veterans? Okay, anyway, and most programs that did house children had restrictions on the ages or number of children. So that's kind of crazy to me. Let me just take a break in this. How do you have a restriction when a mother has kids and say some kids can come and some can't? That's kind of disturbing to me. I'm really glad I did this because this is all stuff I didn't know. And a lot of the listeners, you may not know this. And veterans, reach out to this organization. And let me finish reading about their mission and, and on their mission statement page. It says in a survey, GPD, which stands for Grant Per Diem, Providers cited a lack of housing for women with children as a significant barrier to assessing veteran housing. In addition, several noted there were financial disincentives for providers as VA does not have the statutory authority to reimburse them for cost of housing veteran children. 
Limited housing for women and their children plus their families at risk for remaining homeless. Now, I think this is where, once again, it seems like every episode I do, no matter what it is, legislation comes into play. This is where we have to, as activists and as women and as veterans, we have to fight for change in laws. Because to me, I'm just saying to me as a mother, Ain't no way you can tell me, okay, you can house me. I don't serve my country, but you can't, my kids can't live with me or that my kids can live with me, but maybe some of them can't depending on the restrictions that we're given. So we need to fight for this. I, um, I read this off the webpage yesterday, so I don't know how current, if this is still the case, but those veteran women that are listening that can do something about this, we need to look into this because that doesn't make sense to me. And it goes on to say, quote, a recent report from the VA Inspector General examined veteran housing receives veteran grants found bedrooms and bathrooms without locks, poorly lit hallways, and women housed in facilities approved for men only. Nearly a third of the 26 facilities reviewed didn't have adequate safety precautions. For example, one female veteran and her 18-month-old son were placed in the same facility as a male veteran who was a registered sex offender. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Y'all, y'all hearing this? I don't know. I didn't do any research on it. I am literally reading this off of the Final Salute Inc. Uh, mission page. Do your own research on this. But one thing I'm definitely going to say, if this is true, which I would guess is quoted by um, AP and um, not saying because it's AP that it's right, but I'm just reading it. Wow. 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 And um, it's, oh, wow. Uh -uh. I'm just at the point now where I don't even know what else to say. According to a report released in 2011 on homeless women veterans by the GAO, here's what it says. Now, I don't know what the GAO is, but I'm just going to read a little bit of it. It says, HUD, (laughs) Department of Housing and Okay, most people know what HUD is. HUD collects data on homeless women and homeless veterans, but does not collect detailed information on homeless women veterans. Okay, they do one of each, but not the combination of a veteran being a woman. Neither VA nor HUD collects data on the total number of homeless women veterans in the general population. Further, they lack data on these women's characteristics and needs on a national, state, and local level. Absent more complete data, VA does not have the information needed to plan services effectively, allocate grants to providers, and track progress towards its overall goal of ending veteran homelessness. And that was by 2015. Uh, well, there's a lot of studies going on and there's a lot of statistics that's here. And I just think that it's very important um, that the women veterans start fighting for the things that they have earned the same as the men. As um, you heard the audio and check out the video, the visual was a little more 
effective because you're watching a homeless veteran woman with her kids begging for money and they're pretty much shaming her, calling her a bad mom, kind of like calling her just a bum pretty much. Meanwhile, the man who's by himself is getting money and being thanked for his service. And so America and the world, because I'm sure this happens in other military, uh, con- uh, other countries with military, that the women and men are treated different. And we know in America that men are treated better than women in all aspects, not just in the military, but also in employment in general population. So I wanted to do this because I kept seeing uh, Jazz Booth showing up. And I was saying to myself, this woman is, is, is about something. And, you know, as I mentioned, Veterans Day was yesterday. And I don't want the veterans to kind of be only used during political times and talking about what they're going to do. Because even in the last couple elections, if I'm not mistaken, um, Veterans have been complaining about the lack of care and the lack of benefits and the struggle that it's taken to even get the ones that they have received. I mean, I have veterans in my family. My niece and her husband are veterans, and I know her telling me some medical uh, stories at, at one point, how hard it is to get things that you're thinking you are already owed as a veteran. It is hard to have someone go and protect a country to make sure that they're safe and they come back and kind of treat it almost like a homeless person if they don't already have an established family and a place to live. And I always said that veterans out of all the positions in the military, reserve or whatever, they should be guaranteed certain things no matter what once they come out of the military. And definitely a place to live should be the top of the list with them and their families. And to hear that even in the uh, administrative part of the government, that the veterans or the people that uh, the women veterans or the people that are treated so different where the fact is your kids might can't come with you. So now you're a bad mom because your kids where are your kids supposed to go? Or some of your kids can come depending on the restrictions and age. So how do you say to your kids, if, if there's a restriction in age to your older kids, I love you and I serve my country, but my country is saying that you can't live with us. So that now what? So do you make the kids homeless? Everybody doesn't have family members that can take their older kids, but that's not even the point. They should not have to. So we need the legislation. I don't care what people say legislation legislation crooked or not we still have to go and fight because if this is happening even as of 2021 this is horrible i mean it was horrible if it wasn't still happening but the fact is if it is still happening ladies we have to fight and men we need you to fight for the ladies because there's a lot of men that are married to veterans and there's a lot of men veterans that are married to women veterans so you know this could be your wife this could be your child if you have a daughter or, or your niece or a female friend or sister this servant this could be any one woman that's related to you or in your heart as a friend that is fighting for basic veteran uh rights and benefits And I think that if you're not sure, women, of where you want to go for assistance and have gotten to run around, you should check out this website and this organization. And as I mentioned, you know, it's called Final Salute, Inc. 
It is founded by someone who is a soldier. So she knows your story. She knows your pain. I mean, listen to her story. She not only beat cancer, she was a part of the the horrible experience of Hurricane Katrina. And I'm not saying that the non-blacks didn't suffer from Hurricane Katrina. However, we know how how horribly the blacks were treated during Hurricane Katrina. As a matter of fact, a lot of them were treated like refugees from other countries, not even American citizens. So for her to have to come through all of this with her family and beat cancer and then be strong enough to fight and get this organization going, I just just applaud her and commend her. So Jazz, and it's so funny, I'm just going to put my little two, two cents in, I have one child, and her name is Jazz. It's not Jasmine, but it's Jasmine, but I call her Jazz. So, Jazz, I salute you. I salute your family for supporting you and the fact that your whole family is uh, associated with uh, the military. So, I, you are what is called a military family, and I am so honored to be able to share um, your story and to do this episode on you. And I tell all the women, you know, I salute you women veterans. I salute all of you that are struggling, have struggled and are still struggling. But we need to come together as women and find solutions and support. And as I always say, and I hate to have to say this, but it just all ties in, you know, being in the legal industry for so long, I have seen I've worked for some of the biggest politicians in Atlanta from the day I got here. So I've seen the political side. And I've seen the legal side and if you pay attention, the majority of politicians used to be lawyers. So everything is linked up more than people realize. And when you go and start talking to legislature to change the rules and you do it in numbers, sometimes, believe it or not, you can get some stuff done. Now, we know a lot of stuff can be crooked and a lot of stuff may not be the way it should be. But we also know, and especially in the last several years recently, since COVID, Women have shown, if nothing else, they are powerful in numbers. They have, from Me Too movements to equal pay to the athletes getting paid better. I mean, it's just women, women, women right now. So right now might be the best time for us to really start looking into this and reach out to Jazz or any organization if you feel that this isn't the specific organization for you. I have to always put that disclaimer out, but I'm talking about hers and what she's trying to do. And if your organization trying to do the same mission, maybe y'all could team up. You know, we work powerful in numbers. So women, veterans, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. You are not forgotten, and I think it's time we need to go on and get the word out. Social media is a powerful tool, and I just want to say we honor you, and we thank you. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. We are also now on Instagram, and forgive me because I'm still trying to learn Instagram, but we are on Instagram also at Advocacy Ladies. 
And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.